Hey, everybody. You're listening to Saturate, an AOC podcast with me, JJ Placencio, and me, Molly Martin. And today's, today's guest, guest is Eileen Bruin. Welcome to the house, Eileen. Speech. Welcome, Eileen. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure being here. Yeah. Now, I must say, what a perfect song to intro yes. today's all podcast day day. as yeah. we are uh, all yes. hunkered down in our homes. Right. And unlike Florida, a hurricane is not coming. <laughs> yeah, very timely. What a, what a crazy time we're living in, huh? You know, we're all saturated in Purell. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, Eileen here with us. So. Eileen is our children's pastor at AOC. For those of you who don't know, um, Eileen, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to Austin Oaks Church? Well, as you know, um, I talk funny, some people would say that. Um, I originally hail from South Africa. and uh, What? <laughs> Serious? The deep south, yes. I always thought you were from New Jersey. I thought that accent was a New Jersey accent. Yeah, so weird. Did you know that, Molly? Um, I did, yes, actually. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's just me. Just you. All right, keep going. Sorry, Eileen, continue. Not a worry. Um, so uh, I'm originally from South Africa, and um, I grew up on a farm in Africa. And um, what originally brought me to the United States is I worked with a Christian theater company. And uh, I was very involved with uh, Christian missions literally all over the world uh, from uh, doing third country, third world country ministry on the back of trucks. Um, I've slept in huts. I have done some really crazy things uh, and a lot of fun things, too. Uh, but the long and the short of it is the journey eventually brought me to the U.S. Uh, yeah. Where uh, I met uh, my personal Prince Charming. And, um, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, you got it um and uh, we have three sons and um what brought me to austin oaks truly that i have to say has to be god mm-hmm. yeah. um texas has always held a very special place in my heart uh, because it reminds me of farm country in south africa mm. um and long before i ever had dreams of moving here uh, a good friend was here and i just saw the beautiful countryside and um honestly it's just always felt like home really you know i always thought it's the opposite like and you always think it's the opposite so i always think South Africa is being just lush and yeah. beautiful. It certainly is lush and beautiful, but we've got a, a very varied landscape. Mm-hmm. And any time I just get on the road, like Fredericksburg, on my way to Fredericksburg or um, some more rural area, uh, it just feels like I'm backcountry riding the roads in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into children's ministry specifically? Was it be- through connections through the theater or did you kind of was that a change of career path or? <laughs> or always God's hand and um, with God things are always an adventure um, so I did a lot of children's theater um, being in the theater company we did all kinds but a lot of that was children's theater too and um, we left the theater company mostly because um, we did not want to have children on the road and raise ah, them on the road. Right. Um, my joke about that is uh, I think you had to be somebody super, super special to be able to have such a boundaryless mm-hmm. uh, raising of family. Right. Um, and uh, so anyway, we settled uh, in San Francisco uh, because some of Daniel's family lived there at the time. 
and uh, we immediately were very involved in our church. Mm. Uh, we we didn't take long at all. Um, obviously, having come from a missions background, um, you you kind of feel like your boots are laced up, and you you're wanting action for real. Mm. Right, um, right. So uh, mm-hmm. I was almost immediately involved in uh, teaching Sunday school there uh, and volunteering with anything and everything uh, children uh, because it was the space in which I could be as animated as I liked and I do love that Um, and uh, being in children's gives you an excuse to be whimsical and jump around (laughs) and truly experience the Jesus alive which is why I love it so much Um, but anyway I just started as a volunteer that was all and one thing led to another. Um, many years later, we moved to Florida. And uh, from volunteering, I was asked to help uh, part-time uh, be a volunteer coordinator. And then it became full-time. And um, I never imagined I would be a director. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't even on my sight lines, uh, but God has plans. And uh, one thing literally just led to another. Yeah. Where did the passion for kids kind of come in? Um, I gave my life to Christ when I was six years old. And I remember that. Yeah. I've never forgotten. Huh. Um, it, it was a very defining moment um, for me. Um, I just... I really felt the Lord's presence. Um, and a lot of adults at that time um, <laughs> didn't didn't believe me. And I remember um, going to my pastor and sharing that I'd given my life to Christ. And he basically told my parents to take it seriously. And so um, I never walked away from Christ. I know everyone's journey is individual and some people do um, walk away temporarily. Um, And uh, so my heart's desire has been from childhood and partially, I think it's many things, certainly giving my life to Christ. I know a child can, uh, that they can understand very deep spiritual things. Uh, although you have to put it simply, their perception of God, he tells us to have childlike faith. So right. why not? Why right, right. why wouldn't mm-hmm. kids experience God in a real way? Um, so anyway, uh, I grew up actually pretty much in isolation um, in South Africa, living on a farm. Uh, the farm was remote. Um, and I for real remember Jesus being my friend. Mm. And I would have tea parties with him, with my teddy bears way back when. Yeah. Um, but he was very real for me. Um, it wasn't imaginary. And um, God really walked with me through some very difficult things. Um, as a teenager, um, I was severely bullied. Um, and I... I just remember really sensing Jesus being present. And um, that's my passion. Mm -hmm. I I Mm. just want kids to know you don't have to do this alone. And hey, anybody that can be given the shot to walk with Jesus from young and not lose any time with him, that's awesome. Uh, But if it's even seed planting and they walk away for a little, what a privilege to have been the one to facilitate putting that seed Mm -hmm. there. That's great. Eileen has obviously had a lot of experience and has a lot of passion, as you can tell from her speaking, but she's also just not a person who um, is pastoring your children, but she is a person who lives it out in her day, in her life. She's a 
somebody who's at the office and is always positive, always excited to be here. And even maybe when she's not, um, she's taught us all on our staff team so many fun new phrases like jolly good, done done and dusted. I like the way she says bloke. bloke. Yeah. China is another way to say uh, mate, right? Uh, China plate, mate. Um, Just fun things like that bring so much life and energy to our workplace um, but also as you can just hear from her speaking there's so much empathy in her voice and she is just so sensitive to God's spirit and there's been so many times where in my own life just in the short year and a half that I've known her um, that she has come to me and said I, f- I feel God sensing or I feel the sense that God is telling me this or that you're going through this or um, things that I wasn't even sure that I was um, experiencing and her saying that was just total confirmation. So she is just somebody who um, is not just a a pastor, but is a friend and truly has um, passion for little children and loves just being with kids and and not just being a a director of a ministry is truly loves being hands and feet on. So um, we're so thankful to have her on our team. And don't worry, Austin Oaks Church, Uh, we're taking really good care of her, even through this coronavirus Mm -hmm. uh, quarantine special edition podcast. Mm -hmm. There's only three of us. Yeah. So we're safe here. In this little room. Mm -hmm. Only three of us. Only three. Well, six if you count Father Spirit. It's like an Agatha Christie novel. (laughs) Then there'll be two. I lean, but I want to know who who did yeah. the murder. Was it yeah. the lamp the lamp stand or it was the, the rope? It was the bass guitar. Eileen, will you tell us a little bit about what an ideal Saturday looks like in your life? I love breakfast. It is like my favorite Yay. thing. Me too. And um, my husband is a wicked good cook. Um, nice. So just FYI, if you ever come over to my place, he's going to be on duty and you prefer him to be on <laughs> duty. <laughs> yes. I'm good at boiling water for tea. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've messed that up before. Anyways, um, I love breakfast. So whether we go out as a family to any of the local Austin haunts for breakfast or whether we stay in um, and make uh, pancakes with berries. I absolutely love strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, uh, love it all. Uh, And um, of course, some peppered bacon. Mm -hmm. So um, whichever way we're rolling, um, we just love a languid Saturday morning when that's possible um, and having a languid breakfast together. Uh, And beyond that, uh, we truly love Austin. Mm -hmm. So whether we're going to, uh, sometimes we uh, walk a trail here and there, uh, sometimes uh, not regularly, but uh, here and there, uh, we'll pop into the city um, it, it's just a beautiful place. Is there some unique, like Texas foods that you haven't had before since being here, or have you, or not really? Like I know Brandon never had a kolache until he got here. He was like, "What is that?" I don't That's know why I've, I've had them. You've had them, yeah. Before I moved here, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, just him, just him. Okay. Well, I would say I have definitely developed a taste for brisket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so it's not that I hadn't had it before. Um, we do have barbecue uh, in South Africa. Uh, meat is a huge thing in South Africa too. Right. Uh, but our barbecues look very, very mm-hmm. different than here. Mm. Uh, it's more like a charcoal open fire, um, and it's a, a languid all-day event gathering mm. uh, where 
you kind of do potluck style. Um, so I have really enjoyed um, brisket here and there. And um, as far as fast food chains, you know, I had been told over and over, there's nothing like Tex-Mex. And um, right, right. I have Texan friends back in Florida, and they would not be happy with our, yeah. our uh, Mexican restaurants. Right, and right. Uh, I have to say, I absolutely love Torchies. Mm-hmm. And um, the food truck thing, of oh, course, yeah, um, yeah. it is picking up a little bit more in Florida now, too. Um Florida is still my point of reference because we lived there the longest uh, out mm-hmm. of anywhere in the U.S. And I still have a son there. Um, but the the food trucks here are incredible. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are some favorites. And you guys moved here in October of 18. And is that right? That's correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Hey, uh, share a story with me of uh, like what was can you think of a story in your ministry of that's just inspired you recently, like whether it's a kid or a family or um, I'm stalling to let you think and keep making, <laughs> I keep adding the adjectives. In our uh, church in or, our church or in, a, at, uh, in the body in, of Christ. <laughs> or at Austin Oaks. Man, I would just say um, by and large, even from when I was still coming on, um, I was blown away about some by some of our core volunteers mm. that for real love those kids. Mm. And when I was given a pile of cards, um, I'm literally talking probably 200 cards, no problem, uh, when I first came on staff, um, one of the questions that they'd ask kids to fill out was, what do you love about AO Kids? And hands down, those kids named names of wow. their volunteers. Oh, okay. So now wow. maybe if you're talking about, I don't know, a, a, a kindergartner or a four-year-old even, and you say, what do you love? They might say, my teacher. Mm-hmm. But you do not force that response out of a third through fifth grader. Right. So um, I really am blown away by the fact that we have people here that are very serious mm-hmm. about having relationships with kids. Yeah. And that constantly touches me, right, truly. Right, right. Um, and then volunteers that are even willing to traverse uh, difficult situations. Mm. Um, we've got a lot of kids as everywhere in the world that have come to us with challenges. And right. we're here for them. We have to be here for them because Jesus wants us to be here, yeah. all of us, to meet people where they are, ourselves included, because we can be challenging too right, sometimes, yeah, sure. of course. Um, and uh, I'm just so proud uh, watching people walk through um situations where where maybe the Sunday is a little more challenging and maybe the, uh, people had to leave the house in a hurry. That never happens, right? right yeah. And you always come with all the shoes perfectly on, right, the hair right. perfectly done. No, not so much. That's not reality. Um, so when uh, families come, and we're so grateful that they do, um, we're committed to accepting them where they are um, and uh, we understand that sometimes that means disorganized and yep. disheveled. And yes. uh, sometimes you just feel like you can sigh a sigh of relief because you arrived at children's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can honestly say um, our families are being served by people that know what that looks like because mm-hmm. many of them are parents. Um, and so that's the, the really the shout out that I'd give. Yeah. Um, and a 
very personal story quickly yeah, is uh, w- one of our volunteers um, literally uh, invited a neighbor family to come to church. And the neighbor family loved the songs that were being played in children's ministry so much that they played them to their family at home. And the family ended up coming to Austin Oaks. And wow. we, we just love that so much, you <laughs> know, so good. Um, the power of, of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to laugh a little bit too because I refer to children's worship sometimes as uh, Christian karaoke yeah. um, because we are – I am downloading things from all kinds of sources, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that later, Mm -hmm. but YouTube and all kinds of places. Uh, But the beauty of using YouTube with permission, um, Mm. because they will put underneath if you're Mm -hmm. allowed to use it or not. And if I download things, it's accessible to those families. And that's exactly what those kids did. Um, So I just love all of that so much. That's awesome. Hey, you know what? You know what would be a fun idea? Yeah. Let's create like a little Eileen's corner and have Eileen read like a little devotion. Share a little story with us. Share a little story. Yeah. But not for us. Oh Molly. Yeah. Right. Right? For the kids. For the kids. So but it could I be would for say you too. Okay. For the kid yeah, and you. yeah. For the kid and me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so let's do this. Why don't we take a break? Mm-hmm. And then coming back, that'll give you, the listener out there, to grab your kids and get them around the radio mm-hmm. as they would back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or now it's what? It's not a radio, um, or is it? Fireside Chats with JJ and Molly. <laughs> yeah, it's in the car. And uh, get the kids. And we're going to have a little like fun time, a little Eileen's Corner. And she'll read a little devotional here. Mm-hmm. You up for it, Eileen? Absolutely. I'd love I would, to. I think that would be great. Hey, I'm Molly Martin, and here are announcements from Austin Oaks Church this week. Probably heard because of the coronavirus or COVID-19, it's changed a little bit of how we do ministry here. And so our Sunday services are completely online for the next several weeks at least. And so you can tune in for our Spanish service at 9.30 a.m. and our English service at 11 a.m. And you can find more information about that on our website, austinoakschurch.org, or visit us on Facebook. We're also going to be having an interactive prayer time on Tuesdays at noon. To join us, you can tune in on Facebook Live to participate and to also pray with us and submit your own prayer requests. Our offices will be closed for the next two weeks, so um, if you're trying to hunt somebody down, you can do so by email or phone number, um, but our building will be closed. And lastly, we'd encourage you to stay engaged on Austin Oaks Church social media pages. Um, This is just the best way for us to communicate to you and um, keep you in the loop with happenings as well as our newsletter. So thank you so much for being here and sticking with us in this um, crazy turbulent time. But we are praying for you and we believe that the best is yet to come. Ladies and gentlemen... Eileen's Corner. Corner. (laughs) Let's try that again. Ladies and gentlemen, Eileen's Corner. All right, my friends. Um, Just feeding off what Pastor Brandon shared with us uh, this weekend, it was such a great sermon for me. Um, I want to share with you, um, out of the Children's Bible, 
um, a devotional based on that sermon. Um, and just for your for all the parents out there, if you don't already have this, I'm reading to you from the Jesus Storybook Bible. It is a personal favorite because even as you read it, you're going to see it leads itself straight into a devotional. So here we go. God is my shepherd, and I am his little lamb. Bah. Well, that was a great lamb. That, that wasn't me. <laughs> He feeds me, he guides me, he looks after me. I have everything I need. Inside, my heart is very quiet, as quiet as lying still in soft green grass, in a meadow, by a little stream. Even when I walk through the dark, scary, lonely places, I won't be afraid because my shepherd knows where I am. He is here with me. He keeps me safe. He rescues me. He makes me strong and brave. So guys, I shared with you, maybe you've heard me say this before, um, but I was raised on a sheep farm in South Africa. So I know a tiny little bit about sheep. not so much about a shepherd um, because shepherding over the years has changed Um, but I'll tell you just a couple of very quick things about sheep. Sheep are super silly. Can you believe that? They are so silly. If you don't guide them sometimes they run and they can run straight into a very silly hot mess or maybe even a place that's a little dangerous. But as we think about sheep I want to quickly come back to Psalm 23 Um, which was the paraphrased version I just read for you. We hear here that Jesus says, the good shepherd feeds us, guides us, looks after us, and he gives us everything we need. So right now, most of us, I'm sure, are nice safely in our house. We've got food. We've got the things we need. But what about when we're feeling scared? Let's talk about that. The very next verse says, Inside, my heart is very quiet. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling scared or worrying about something, my heart is not very quiet. And even though I know Jesus and I know he looks after me, for real sometimes, Miss Eileen's heart is not very quiet. I know even us moms and dads, our hearts sometimes are not very quiet. But as we read the psalm, it says, Inside my heart is very quiet. Quiet is lying still in soft green grass, in a meadow by a little stream. So what are you going to do when you're feeling like your heart is banging and you're feeling nervous and anxious? I'm going to tell you, sometimes we've got to be like a soldier. We've got to go after not being afraid. And the way we can help ourselves to not be scared is to keep our eyes on Jesus. And I'm going to read another psalm to you very quickly, just a Bible verse. And I'm going to tell you two things to do with your eyes. Psalm 16 verse 8 says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. So I will keep my eyes on the Lord. 
with him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Now, I know sometimes when my heart is getting scared, you know what happens? Sometimes even my legs start wiggling because I'm feeling really, really nervous about something. We read in the psalm that if I keep my eyes on the Lord, I will not be shaken. So, loves, the best thing we can do when we're feeling scared is to keep going back to Jesus. Mrs. Eileen needs to do that. Your moms and dad needs to do that. That's what we all got to do. Because the truth is, sometimes we will all be scared. Let's take a look. It's even says in the Psalms, even when I walk through the dark, scary, lonely places, I won't be afraid. So what that Bible verse is saying is we are going to walk sometimes through things that are dark and scary. It doesn't mean that we will never have to be scared. It says sometimes there are going to be scary things, but I don't need to be afraid. Why? Because my shepherd knows where I am. There's another Bible verse that speaks about Jesus being our shepherd. In John 10 verse 14, it says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Do you know what? I've told you this in children's ministry before. When you brush your hair sometimes, a hair might come right out of your head. And you know what? Miss Eileen doesn't even know. Sometimes when I look at the hairbrush, I just see all the hair in there. And it came out sometime and I didn't know about it. But the thing is, Jesus says in his word that he literally knows how many hairs there are on your head. So if one of them falls away, he knows all about it. So what I'm going to dare you to do The very end of our Bible verse says, He makes me strong and brave. That's the end of the psalm. He makes me strong and brave. So, how can you be strong and brave? How can I be strong and brave? By remembering, first of all, to always keep my eyes on the Lord. That's Psalm 16 verse 8. If I'm feeling scared, it's time to pray. It's time to read the Bible. I keep my eyes always on the Lord, and with Him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. That means my legs are going to stop knocking together, and I'm going to be able to stand real strong. And the other thing, I want to talk to you about doing two things with your eyes. Number one, keep your eyes on Jesus. But number two, one of the ways we really help ourselves is by keeping our eyes on others too, by looking after them. And right now, things are a little difficult because we all are supposed to not maybe be near other people and we're all in our house. (laughs) And maybe we're even getting a little tired of being so close to each other. But I want you to start thinking about what you can do for others. We've heard that Jesus knows our name. But you know what, my loves? You guys know some other people's names. You might know some names of your neighbors. You might know some names of people that are on your soccer team or on your basketball team or in your classroom. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a piece of paper and I want you to write down as many names as you can think of today. As many names as Jesus is maybe telling you to think of today. And then the first thing I want you to do is maybe stick those names on the fridge and 
pray for them for real every day. And especially if you're getting scared, that's a great time for you to go and pray for those friends whose names are on your fridge. And then another thing you can do is, hey, we've still got mail. Maybe you can make a card and send a card to somebody. Maybe you can put together a nice message and send it over the phone. Maybe you can FaceTime. But there's something special God has for you to do. And this is a great time for you to shine your light by keeping your eyes on Him and your eyes on others. And I'm going to close with a very quick prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you that we know you for real. And not only do you care for us, you help us be brave and strong. So I ask that you help us keep our eyes on you and our eyes on others too. We love you and we pray this in Jesus' holy name. And all God's people everywhere, and you don't have to just be three. We're three or more gathered. You can say amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Eileen, thank you so much. I love just the practical ways that you're sharing that we can still be the church and still love our neighbors and our friends and our family, even with social distancing and and staying at home and being healthy and safe. So um, that's an awesome tip for families. Could you just share maybe some other resources for parents who have little ones at home, maybe multiple little ones at home, and um, ways that they can help kids continue to learn or stay engaged and have fun while they're home? Yes. So um, uh, I don't know how many of you uh, saw perhaps last week, but uh, on a weekly basis on Fridays, um, and I'm specifically picking Fridays because I'm not sure when our curriculum providers are releasing the link. Right now, as I'm even sitting here, I don't yet have the one for this weekend. But um, we use uh, Orange Curriculum. It's uh, called 252. And uh, they do an incredible job producing music and video uh, clips for lessons and they have put all those together and if you noticed last week um, when I sent out the email I literally have uh, put in for you live links so if you've got a three to five year old you click on that and it's going to take you straight to the Vimeo link provided to us by our curriculum providers. Um, This week I'm going to um, expand on that a little bit uh, because I know uh, some of you or maybe a lot of us are already going a little stir crazy uh, with things to do. Um, So I'm going to attach below uh, those links we will give you activities to do as a family. Mm. Um, And I'm also going to try and add, I don't want to inundate you with too many things, uh, but I will also add a a clip of myself probably initially, um, but I'm hoping hoping to expand that uh, because your children are used to seeing many faces, not just mine. Mm -hmm. And um, in the weeks ahead, I just need time to get it together. But I'm hoping to bring in some of the teachers that they already know and love. um, And we'll just do like a very short devotional leading into the video clips that Orange Mm -hmm. already provides and is so professional at doing. Um, So that's one thing. Another thing that is a great source for you, honestly, and I'm not being glib about this, is uh, I'm like a big internet girl. (laughs) So I Google a ton of things. Like even when I prepare on Sundays, even going into this devotional – 
it wasn't solely my brilliance. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could say that, but do you know what? Honestly, I'm glad that I can honestly say it's not my brilliance because any brilliance is Jesus. And uh, the best of all is when we get together um, and internet is so great with getting together. So even putting this devotional together, I Googled family devotions, Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and starting out, I immediately knew I wanted to use this children's Bible because I love the language language in it. Um, but so those are some things I'd encourage you to do. Uh, go online. Um, there are so many vendors out there um, and so much, honestly, completely for free. And so what I do sometimes is I just read a collection of different things. Sometimes I even read adults uh, material and I boil it down. Um, and what I'm going to say is your kids are capable of grasping deep truth. Mm-hmm. Just put it simply, but it doesn't mean you have to be simple. You just put a real concept in slightly less words uh, and slightly less elaborate. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we did it. Nice. Podcast done. Awesome. Thank you so much, Eileen. We appreciate you so much. Hey, my we think, pleasure. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you do an incredible job. And you're a great friend. Love doing ministry with you. Give us clean hands.